0: Babe, it's the end of the year and I'm feeling pretty excited. Do you know why?
1: It's the end of the year and you get the presents, as they say in marketing. Why are you excited, Tim?
0: (laughs) I get to give away the presents, 42% off an annual subscription of an unmade membership.
1: That's very generous. Tim, you're sounding a lot like Santa Claus.
0: Yes, if Santa Claus reduced the price of a membership from $650 (laughs) to $377 per year.
1: All the kids are asking Santa for that this Christmas, surely?
0: They are, because they want a free ticket to our annual Compass event and discounts on our other events. And, of course, access to the Unmade Archive and... um. There's one more Christmas gift just to throw in with the package. Do you know what that is, Abe? Um, I'm guessing it's a copy of your book, Tim. It is. It's a spoiler alert. <laughs> You've opened the present early. It's a copy of Media Unmade. Go to unmade.media forward slash 2023 EOY. Start
1: the week with Unmade. Setting the agenda for the week in media and marketing. Today marketers to shift a billion dollars away from old media How streaming ad tiers are going to shake up the market And after the resignation of James Warburton, what next for seven I. Um. It's Monday, December 11. I'm Abe Beauty, and good morning, Tim Burrows. Good morning, Abe. It's a beautiful morning in my part of Tasmania. How about in yours? Yes, uh, lovely here as well. It's a beautiful still day and... uh it was a busy. I, was, I thought you may have asked me how my weekend was, and I was going to say absolutely. I would have
0: come on to that. I would have come on to that.
1: <laughs> absolutely flat out. Uh, as anyone with kids might attest, the amount of school, end of year things, and then you're running around Christmasing, and we had a kid's birthday. So it was a very busy weekend. But, Tim, I saw something that I thought I wanted to ask you your opinion of. It was very jarring. Okay, intriguing. Tell me. Um, very off-brand for... KFC in one of our, our local KFCs in the north of Tasmania. In their drive-through, uh, there is a sign that says, come on through, mate. Super Aussie, and it just felt... My, my wife noticed it and thought, that is very off-brand for KFC. What do you think about mm, that? A
0: couple of things. One of them, obviously, you, 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 you do get that sort of faux... Aussiness of the, the the fast food brand fast food brands you know we've seen McDonald's lean into the whole macca's thing actually change some of their signs for Australia Day. My first thought though is, does that does it look like it's been created locally? Or does it look a bit more like it's a kind of national thing? Because one thought is, um, is it actually something Australia Day themed that they've put up too early and they've gone a bit soon with it?
1: I don't know. It, it's a new build. The restaurant's a new build, predominantly focused on drive through It's in the local homemaker centre. So there's Bunnings, ah. you know, uh, BCF, a, a bunch of big box retailers. A new build, but the sign looking at it... Now, I'll send you the photo and you might like to include it for the uh, the listeners. It looks like it's a proper install, um above the drive through it just does not make sense hey my
0: my half baked theory is that this is some bigger campaign which might be about to roll out so it might be uh it might not be on brand now but give it a few weeks and you never know Anyway, we should get into it. Um, where shall we start this
1: week? Well, let's start with one in today's Australian Financial Review, uh, the the headline, major retailers threaten to siphon away $1.1 billion in advertising spend. Tell me more, Tim.
0: Mm, yes, and that's $1.1 billion locally. Um, as you know, we've been talking about retail media a lot, and this is the theme again. Now... What 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 sort of tangible in this one is the the AFR has um, picked up a recommendation that uh, Morgan Stanley, the investment bank, has made, which they have downgraded their valuation of the five biggest ASX listed media stocks. So ARN Media, Southern Cross Media, Seven West Media, O Media, and Nine Entertainment. Um, Saying that the, in quotes, not well understood threat of retail media hasn't been factored in significantly or hasn't been factored in significantly enough, the argument being the whole point of retail media is if you're a Coles, a Woolworths, a chemist warehouse, whatever it is, you can pull in dollars into your own kind of retail media networks, which previously might have gone into newspapers or on television but uh, they, they they have the, the the power to say to their suppliers please uh, please spend your dollars promoting your products in store or on the store website or in the emails from the store and um, obviously they have the more powerful relationship but also are able to kind of offer Potentially, a greater return on investment as well. So, um, so yeah, that is a real challenge for um, for media companies, which you know is the reason we started our Remade conference. Obviously, because we we saw um, retail media as such a kind of growing and a newly arriving force. But this is the first time I've seen a number put on it in that way.
1: It has to be a challenge for traditional media, particularly TV. I. Just thinking about the article you wrote in Best of the Week on Saturday, where you said TV's story really isn't great because the the audiences just are declining and, and there's no real answer at the moment.
0: Yeah, look, and I, and, and that, yeah, that was something I was reflecting on after having been to the annual lunch of um, Think TV, which is the industry marketing body. Um, so they, they 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 put on a lunch each year for the trade press. So I suppose there were, oh gosh, twenty maybe thirty of us in the room. There's more trade press than you'd think. Um, and one of the, it, firstly, I should say it was um, it was all conducted under the Chatham House rule. The rule being that you can't say who said what, but you you can talk about what you learned at the conversation. And one of the things, one of the questions that came up was just this question to t- to to the TV industry. When it was such a powerful, huge medium in in, in years of the past, it was inarguably the, the most high impact medium. And it's it it its biggest problem is it's still a very powerful medium, but it's being compared with itself and its past glories. And the problem in marketing terms for that is, you know, when you're being compared to something that was bigger, you can sound really you know, defensive if you try to claim there's nothing there, or in decline if you are. Um, so, like their strategic problem, and you know, someone put that question is exactly that that comparison to history. So, how do you get around that? How do you reframe the conversation? And what struck me is there was no good answer. So, um, so you know, I, I you know, th- 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 this is just one example of the challenges that TV faces.
1: Next, will 2024 be the year of the ad tier? Um, made. Let's look at Capital Brief next, Tim. They've got a piece on how the streaming video platforms are all pushing into advertising.
0: Yeah this went up on Capital Brief uh yesterday afternoon and I see in my inbox we've got uh, additional information from uh Dentsu this morning so Dentsu one of the big global holding companies um that uh that buys media on behalf of clients they have been um uh, yeah make, make, making their sort of guesstimates and estimates on how advertising spend will change in the coming year. And that obviously comes with the insight of knowing what their clients are thinking and also being able to see what's going on all around the world. But one of the, um, one one, one of the most interesting things is, is this point, which is again, it's well known, but it's well worth making, which is that the next thing, which is going to change the dynamic in the market. We've just been talking about retail media is the rise of the video streaming services having tiers where consumers get advertising either automatically or non-automatically. So we've already seen it launched with Netflix. Uh, we've already seen it um, launch with Foxtel's Binge and KO has it anyway. But next year we've got Amazon Prime Video and Paramount Plus both launching their advertising tiers. Now, Amazon Prime in particular is going to be huge because that's going to become the default tier and if you think about how many people end up with Amazon Prime just because they, uh, they 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 use the service for home delivery for instance all of a sudden there are going to be a lot of households who can now get streaming ads streaming TV ads so yet yeah, another challenge for the for the TV market but also for marketers it's an opportunity as well because, you know, the, 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 these tend to be quite premium customers often who have these streaming services. So it's going to, I think, create just a little bit of a, a readjustment of, um, of, of, of of how consumers can be reached.
1: Was there anything else interesting in the Dentsu outlook?
0: Yeah, there's a lot in there. Um, uh, it's well worth taking a look here's a fascinating one which i'd never really thought to do but of course the data's always been out there um one of the tables because this is a global outlook is how much per consumer advertisers spend across the year so for australia in total each of us as an individual advertisers are as uh, Dentsu estimates it, spending $499 a year uh, across all advertisers talking to each of us. So um, so some more, some less. But um, but that's kind of fascinating. Um, the, the, the market where there's the biggest spend at $940 per consumer across the year is, go on, have a guess, which market do you think? Think of a a big market where people spend a lot of money and like to consume things. The US? Yes. Yes, the US $940. Um, United Kingdom is quite a long way back on 643, and this is all US dollars, by the way. Um, And then, yeah, Australia globally, third with $499 a consumer. So, um, yeah, you know, here in Australia, the advertisers like to talk to
1: us. Next, a new leader in podcasting. Um, Unmade. After several false starts, the ABC is finally due, finally, finally, finally due to start publishing its podcast data this week. Tim, what are we expecting to learn finally?
0: Yeah, so this is the podcast Ranker, which is put together by Triton Digital, and it already includes all of the major commercial players. The final monthly Ranker of the year is coming out on Wednesday. And and I know I have said this before, <laughs> A but times. the ABC is due to finally start publishing its numbers, considering when the Ranker was first announced, they said they'd be part of it, and they've, they've been regularly re-announcing it. Ever since, you know, there was a there was another big one towards the start of this year at the uh, the, the the audio summit, which was done jointly by the IAB and. Uh, uh, um commercial radio and audio, which is the industry body, um and then nothing much happened. But I was I, I was given a statement from the ABC just over a month ago saying that um the November numbers which come out in December, they were on target for releasing them. So see so we, we, we will see, but when that comes along um we'll 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 finally see how the how the ABC stacks up as a certainly as a obviously not as an advertising competitor, but a competitor for the uh for the I was gonna say earlobes the audience uh, yeah i was gonna say earlobes but you don't really compete for earlobes do you maybe maybe ear canals it's not quite the same as competing for eyeballs is it is it so you you understand why i I stumbled slightly but but anyway the commit the competitor with the commercial sector where there is advertising so so at the moment the two major players are um arn media um, and their um sort of podcast service iheart which is delivering about um well nearly 5 million monthly listeners directly and um about 20 million downloads um and then not far behind um listener which is southern cross stereos about 3.6 million uh monthly listeners and 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 that's nearly 11 million monthly downloads plus they both rep a whole bunch of other uh, offerings as well. So there's a very real chance that the ABC will come straight in at number one
1: when it finally does. Next, how changes at the top of Seven will play out. Um, Tim, big changes announced at Seven West Media last week with CEO James Warburton leaving being replaced by chief financial officer Jeff Howard. Before we talk about the future though, did did Warburton do a good job?
0: Yes, I think so. I'm, I'm, I hesitate slightly because, of course, you don't you don't know what somebody else could have done in that same role. Um, uh, I, I, I wrote about this in some length in um, Saturday's um, Start the Week. <laughs> no, we're on Start the Week now, aren't we, Abe? On Saturday's Best of the Week uh, email, we have lots of uh, lots of weeks involved in our titles. So he, it's amazing how much has happened. In such a short time, because it was only mid 2019 that James Warburton arrived, Uh, he took over from Tim Warner, and he really set the signal that there was going to be some deal making to be done. And he also had quite a big debt for seven. And in that time, there was there was a lot to do. Um, So Eventually, at the second time of asking, managed to bring Prime, Prime Media, which was the regional affiliate for Seven into the fold. So give it a genuine national um, offering. So that was a tick. Did manage to get the debt levels down. So that was a tick. Some of that done by selling off some of the family silver. So sold Pacific magazines, um, sold off uh, Red Wave, which was the radio stations in WA. Although, funnily enough, more recently um, has reinvested back in radio or audio again by taking a twenty percent stake of ARN Media. Um, but um, but you know the main thing is the 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 company's debt levels are less scary than they are. And that's partly in, to, the, to the credit of James Wilburton. And also he was just very, very lucky because what the pandemic meant was delaying a bunch of the sport, which meant um, Seven didn't have to pay the bills for that. And the government was very generous in the amount of financial support it created for the network. So, um, so yeah, um, but, but, yeah, you know, you've got to still make the right calls to get them through. So... You know, he ended up as, as I wrote, being a bit of a wartime leader, and I think quite a good one.
1: You never really know what's happening at a board level and why these changes are made. But what do you think the change says about Seven's future?
0: Couple of things. Uh, mo- most of the signals, I think, are the fact that it was the chief financial officer who was appointed because. The other major contender would have been Kurt Burnett, the Chief Revenue Officer. But you sort of go for the accountant when firstly, you think you're going to be running the business just for profit. You know, you, you've got to squeeze as many dollars out as possible. And um, secondly, you, you, you might have some deal making to be done in, 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 in the near term, which again could be something that someone with that sort of Chief Financial Officer background might be the right person for.
1: What's Jeff Howard's background?
0: Yeah, that's quite interesting as well. So he was, uh, previously, before at seven, um, actually over with what is now ARN Media, but kind of when he was there, it went from being APN News and Media and then became ht It's a company that's changed names a lot. So that meant that he was quite close to deal-making in radio because um, they were buying out their, their partner, Clear Channel, deal-making in... In out of home advertising, and that included working with Quadrant to float what was, what, what, what used to be APN Outdoor, although that's since been folded into JC Decaux, Uh, and, um, also seeing the kind of the, the, the shift away from the company's ownership of, um, newspapers. So he has. Although he's now the CFO of a, what's primarily a, a TV network, he has seen a lot of other media channels as well.
1: Curious, you mentioned you think that there's a deal to be done potentially with NewsCourt, which gives kind of both sides firepower in areas that they don't already exist. So that'll be interesting, an interesting one to watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. And that's a fascinating one. I mean, it's, it's the logic has always been there, not least because um, News Corp is the majority owner of Foxtel Group. And of course, where Foxtel Group tends to suffer a bit when it comes to um, getting sporting rights is the anti-siphoning list. Whereas... Ten because ten ten has Paramount as a partner and nine has Stan as a partner in terms of they're both in the same ownership, so that that makes a logical sense. And then on the newspaper side of things, Seven owns the newspaper in West Australia. News Corp owns the rest. They already share some um, uh, 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 common things like the the design template and the the kind of sort of national reporting, etc. So that would seem to be the logical one but of course the problem with that is always it's it's finding a deal which suits both sides of that sort of transaction
1: when will james warburton actually finish
0: well officially june the 30th that's he's on a six month notice period i will eat my hat if he's still there at that point though normally what happens when there's a, a ceo going is there their last role, their last job they can do is to take a bullet for their successor. So I imagine what will happen is in the six monthly numbers, all of the bad news or as much as possible will all come out, which will be in mid-February, um, sort of for the, for the numbers up to the end of December. And I think, yeah, um, James Warburton's last job uh, in that respect will be to, to jump on that grenade on behalf of Jeff Howard and then hand over.
1: Well, that's it for today. We'd love to hear what you think at letters at unmade.media. That's letters at unmade.media.
0: And don't forget, if you want to support Unmade, you can become a paying member. Do it before Christmas and lock in a 42% saving. Go to unmade.media to find out how.
1: And if you enjoy hearing this podcast, feedback is always nice. Please give us a five-star rating on your favourite podcatcher. It helps other people to find us.
0: Today's podcast was produced with the usual enthusiastic support of Abe's Audio. See you next time. Toodle Pep.
1: Unmade. Podcast edit by Abe's Audio.